Hi, and welcome to another episode of On the Spot with Dr. Michael Walker. I trust and I pray that you're off to a great week in the Lord. This is a Sunday broadcast, and it's the day where I set aside some time to share with you from the Christian Bible, to look at topics uh, that are of interest and those that are pertinent to, to us as we live and strive and move and have our being for the Lord. I want to draw your attention to 1 John in the first chapter, verse 8 through 10. There's something in those verses that I'd like to lift out to help us as we move and live in Christ. I think it's important what I'm about to share that uh, we spend some time thinking through it and also spend some time wrestling with it. For the truth is all of us are wrestling with something that the Lord would have for us as it pertains to this area. I want to read today from the New International Version of the translation. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. I want to spend some time talking with you from the thought, I'm wrong and that's all to it. I want to speak in the first person uh, sense as I talk to you today. And I want you just to imagine with me as I walk through this, that you have something in common with this information I'm about to share. There is a complex tension experienced by any person who becomes a Christian. At its core, the tension has to do with aligning to obedience and repentance rather than surrendering to disobedience and unrepentance. This tension is complex because we experience it in almost every area of our lives. Navigating this tension comes with analyzing one's motives and actions against the moral and spiritual ethic of God. When in this space, we are faced with admitting where we are wrong instead of boasting where we are right. In our minds, we would like to be right more than we are wrong. In our hearts, we prefer to be right with no hint of being wrong. In our deeds, we desire to be right with no presence of being wrong. The hard truth about any person's walk with Christ, and particularly my walk with Christ, and my worship of God is I want to be able to always say I'm right and that settles it. But my truth is I'm wrong and that's all to it. How can I call myself a Christian when I know at my core I'm wrong? How can I set out to make a meaningful contribution to my family? to my community, 
and to my nation when I know I'm wrong at my core? How can I proclaim the truth when being wrong is part of my existential DNA? One of the great threats to the pursuit of truth is the failure to accept it is possible to be wrong. No matter how much I want to be found telling the truth, I cannot escape confessing there is an element of wrongness that exists within me. No matter how many people I attempt to inspire and uplift, no matter how many people I try to help, along the way, the reality is I cannot escape being wrong. In spite of my numerous accomplishments, the fact of the matter is my accomplishments do not eradicate my capacity to be wrong. This then, as I look over the condition that I find myself, causes me to reflect upon the truth of God's word found in these verses that arrest our focus today. As I worship God, these verses help me organize my witness for Christ. As I serve God, these words help me to properly address the shortcomings of my life. Rather than look to the words of men to help me with this inevitable condition, I turn to the moral and spiritual truths anchored in God's word. When my condition breathes the potential for hopelessness, it is the power of God's word that anchors me. I am who I am, lest I deceive myself by saying I am without sin. It is my sin that keeps me honest with myself and the confession of my sin that keeps me honest with God. It is the confession of my sin that keeps me from deceiving myself. It is the confession of my sin that serves as one of the signs in Christ that the truth is in me. It is the confession of my sin that lets God know I'm still yet walking in truth. I am not tasked with confessing my sin to the priest. I'm not required to confess my sin to any and every person. I'm, I'm certainly not obligated to confess my sin so that I can feel better about myself. You see, being wrong is about more than these things. It is the fundamental struggle I have with good and evil. The truth of the matter is, where good and evil is concerned, sometimes I'm up and sometimes I'm down. Sometimes I'm soaring and other times I'm crawling. Sometimes I'm walking and other times I'm creeping about. Sometimes I'm doing good deeds and at other times I'm rebounding from my bad deeds. All I'm trying to tell you is I'm wrong and that's all to it. I have the kind of wrongness that disrupts my fellowship with God. I'm not worried about my relationship with God for I know I am a child of God and nothing can pluck me out of his hands. I know I'm a child of God and nothing can take me away from God. I know I'm a child of God and nothing can make God stop loving me. So my relationship with God is firmly secured. Therefore, it's imperative for me to remain vigilant where my fellowship with God is concerned. 
This now means as I get ready uh, to wind up this broadcast with you, that I must be concerned with the evidence of the truth being in me. For my fellowship with God is directly related to the truth being in me. I want to suggest to you that as I bear witness of what it is to walk in truth, that you are in a similar place with me. For your love and relationship with God is secure. Nothing can pluck you out of God's hands. Nothing can take you away from God. Nothing can make God stop loving you. Your relationship with God is firm and secure. It's the fellowship with God where you have some concern. It's your fellowship with God where you find yourself wrestling with this tension I've been describing. For you know that your fellowship with God is just a testimony and a testament to how God is still allowing his truth to rest within you. One of the paradoxes then of being a Christian is that even though you and I are justified before God, we are at the same time wrong. Now, I realize I'm in the area now of moral ethics in our lives. I'm talking about the moral ethic of my life. I'm talking about the moral ethic of your life and where the ethics of God is the standards. All of us fall short. Where the ethics of God is the rule, all of us miss the mark. Where the, if the ethics of God is the high mark, all of us find ourselves hitting the low mark too often. You see, where the ethics of God is the bar, my, my ethics is always in a state of reaching for God's standard. I would suggest that you are right there with me. Where the ethics of God is the bar, you're constantly reaching for the bar because you haven't quite yet arrived. Where the ethics of God is right, the truth is I'm wrong. And that's all to it. I would suggest to you that if someone were looking at you and paying um, acknowledgement to the truth that you are a professing Christian, if they're looking for a perfect person, your response to them is I'm wrong. And that's all to it. If they're looking for someone who's able to move about with a certain level of accurateness, a certain level of moral perfection, then you have to pull them to the side and tell them the truth of the matter is, uh, I'm wrong. And that's all to it. Where the ethics of God is right, my ethics are always wrong. They're always falling short. They're always in the workshop being worked on so that I can rise up to the ethics of God. Therefore, I tell you that the confession of sins to God is a good thing. I know that in the, this age and time of the 21st century that many don't even like to use the word sin. But the reality is the word sin just simply reminds us that I'm wrong, that I have the capacity to be wrong. I have the capacity to do wrong. I do not know it all.
I am not always right. And even when I'm right, I'm struggling with the reality that somewhere in there I'm wrong. Therefore, I tell you again that the confession of sins to God is a good thing. For he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. One of the beauties of Christianity is I'm not required to be perfect to accept the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm not required to be perfect to follow Christ Jesus. I can be imperfect and it not be held against me. I can be wrong and not be excommunicated. I can be a work in progress without losing my place in Christ. So as I wrap this up, what am I really trying to share with you in this episode? Go therefore, children of God, and confess your sins to God. It is a true sign that the truth is in you. Well, until I get a chance to speak with you again, I'll see you round like a donut. May the Lord bless you and keep you.